Morning Teacher. I'm Noelle Pickering. On the Good Morning Teacher podcast, we bring practical solutions to busy teachers because you can love your job and leave your work at school. Join us each week to talk through tools and strategies that help you maximize your time and effort both in the classroom and at home. I'm excited to cheer you on as you face the week ahead. Good morning, teachers. You're listening to episode number 26. Last week on the podcast, we talked about moving from good to great and how the flywheel effect can help you to focus on the things that are working well and make small changes in the right direction. If you missed it, be sure to visit maneuveringthemiddle.com slash episode 25 to check it out. Today, we are bringing back a favorite episode type called Do This, Not That. And this is Back to School Edition. It's geared towards first year teachers, but really I actually think we can all take something away from this in using our time wisely. Back to school is so busy and overwhelming and without a plan, then it really is easy to find yourself spinning your wheels. So I thought it would be helpful to give you some ideas on where to focus your efforts. Let's do it. Okay, first step, do what you can don't prioritize the wrong things. There are so many things that need to be done right before school or right before training, getting your classroom set up, getting your curriculum materials ready to go, planning get to know you activities for your students, paperwork, right? And all the professional development and other miscellaneous trainings that you have to do. Plus just meeting with your team and kind of figuring that aspect out. The list goes on and on. And I think one of the most challenging things is prioritizing what needs to be done first and what can wait till later. One year, I spent an entire week painting my room aqua, which I think I've already shared about. It was an old school building and it really helped the room to look so much better. But at the same time, the first week of school, I was really wishing I had spent more time on my lesson plans than that aqua wall. My sister and I talk about how her first year teaching, she made a giant map of the world on one of her walls where she spent time tracing the continents and then cutting out the paper and assembling it all. Both are great ideas, but probably not the most effective use of our time right before school starts. If you want to do something magical in your classroom, make it homey or special, then that's awesome. Definitely do it, but make sure to get your room ready for your students first. Unpack any boxes, set up your classroom library, organize your supplies, get desks in the right configuration. Do what has to be done before you do what you want to do. So here's a little list of priorities that I thought would be helpful in that ever important classroom setup. Start with your furniture arrangement, the placement of the student desk or tables, your teacher desk, a small group table if you have one, your projector if you're using a document camera or an Elmo, Um, those will all determine where you should place your word wall or your turn-in bins. Even if many of these things are in boxes, having a layout in mind will give you a frame of reference. From there, I think you can be flexible. As you open boxes, determine what areas of your classroom make the most sense to be set up. Second, try and get your technology set up. And that may require asking your campus technologist or whoever is in charge to help you. 
I always love to do that first and try and get first on their list. And usually they were happy to get started in my classroom. It always made me feel so much better knowing that I had all the technology ready for the first day of school. Next, you wanna organize your spaces. Do you want a student supply area? Where will you keep missing or absent work? How will papers or materials be distributed? These are all things that are something to think about, and they're not necessarily furniture related, but they are spaces in your classroom that when well organized and thought through will help your classroom to run smoothly. And then lastly, I would say are the bulletin boards or the things on the wall. If you're allowed, I highly recommend ditching butcher paper for either fabric or paint. And then when you do get to decorating your classroom, remember try not to cover everything with decorations. Leave space for anchor charts or student work. I always loved having an agenda board on one of my whiteboards and I would mark that off with masking tape. It helped me and it helped students. And overall, it gave a good impact visually to the classroom. Now, once everything in your classroom has a space, you're gonna instantly feel better. Next up. Do grab a buddy, don't work solo. Everything is better with a friend. So if you're straight out of college, then you may know someone who hasn't started their job yet or another teacher friend that's gonna be working close by. Potentially your campus has other teachers that are new to the building and they need help getting organized as well. And so one of my best tips is to work in pairs. Getting help from a coworker for an hour or so is gonna make a huge impact and then you can trade and go help them. One year, my roommate and I took turns going to each other's schools before in-service, and we did all of the bulletin boards. It was awesome. It was more fun, for sure. It was also a lot easier because I had an extra set of hands. Maybe it's your mom, your spouse, your best friend, or maybe you're just going to make a new friend with someone down the hall. Here are some ideas for when you have an extra set of hands. First, you could give them a task that's kind of tedious and maybe not worth your mental energy, like sorting supplies or cutting lamination. They can help you hang things straight, right? You can have someone who will help you make decisions or just to look at something on the wall to bounce ideas off of. And the best part is you get to catch up while you do it. I found that I was so much more productive and quick to make decisions because I didn't want to waste anyone else's time. So don't be afraid to ask for help. It's usually a lot of fun. And as a little girl, I actually have memories of going with my mom to help my grandmother set up her classroom. So you may be impacting a future teacher along the way as well. Third, do bring supplies from home. Don't come unprepared. I hate unfinished tasks. I also hate when I can't finish a task because I'm waiting on something else. So as you head back to school, start collecting these items into a small bin, Leave them in your car until you're sure that you don't need to set up anything else. So here's what I would consider something worth bringing from home. A stapler, you probably have one at your school, but you may not know where it is. Glue dots or a glue gun, painter's tape, scissors for opening boxes or cutting bulletin board paper, Potentially like a little toolbox, maybe with a screwdriver or a hammer. There's always loose legs and little things that you kind of have to pry open. Wipes, like Clorox wipes, anything to wipe down the, the dust and all that yuckiness that is always there, no matter how clean they say your room is. A step stool. So there's obviously chairs, but you want to be careful. 
A lot of times a step stool is what you really need to get as high up as you want. And then try and wear something with pockets so that you can keep track of some of these things by setting them in your pocket or at least your phone and you're not constantly running around your room looking for it. We also have a Maneuvering the Middle classroom pack that makes setting up pretty easy. You need some colorful cardstock, printer, and a laminator if you want to laminate. And your classroom will be ready for your students in just a few minutes. I was able to get a lot of my classroom organized by watching TV or um, and prepping the posters at home beforehand. So check that out in our show notes at maneuveringthemiddle.com slash episode 26. Lastly, do spend your money wisely. Don't buy things that have no purpose. I also like to call this avoid the target dollar spot. First, the dollar spot now has items that are like $7, which quickly add up. But also, you're likely to grab a few cute things here and there, and then you end up with a $30 bill in a bag, and it really has no impact on your classroom or your organization. So here are some of my costly mistakes that I want you to learn from. Unless you are confident that you will use it, you may want to avoid an expensive paper planner. Those $10 planners at Target are great, and they do the job. You'll be cleaning out your cupboards and you're going to find a stack of various junk from the dollar spot. So just keep walking unless you need it. Just because something is very cheap at the beginning of the year doesn't mean you're actually going to use it. And my caveat there are glue sticks and Kleenex. You will always need more glue sticks and Kleenex. And then lastly, don't be afraid to ask for a few things at open house or via like an Amazon wish list. As a parent, I love to grab a set of whiteboard markers or a few boxes of Kleenex while I'm at the store. Just make it easy. If it's complicated to purchase or I have to make a special trip somewhere, it's going to be less likely that I'm going to bring it. So really think about those things that are easy for a parent to pick up while they're already at the store. And then keep a running shopping list on your phone while you're working in your room and try and make one trip to the store. The more often you have to walk through the store, the more likely you are to spend money, right? Now, if what you're purchasing is valuable and it's going to save you time and energy, then I am all for it. I love purchasing things that free up my time or give me resources to work with. Just be purposeful and try and avoid those dollar items that add up here or there. quick recap, let's run down that list. Do what you can. Don't prioritize the wrong things. Do grab a buddy. Don't try and work solo. Do bring some supplies from home. Don't come unprepared. And do spend your money wisely. Don't buy things unless you have a specific purpose. Happy August. I can't believe it's here. I know some of you are still on summer break and some of you are starting back this week. Please know I am so happy to join you along the journey and I will continue to provide ideas that can maximize your results and minimize your effort in the classroom. I am cheering you on. You can tag us at Maneuvering the Middle on both Facebook and Instagram. And if you've been loving the podcast, then we would love a five-star review. It helps us to be found by other teachers and helps get the word out. For more of the information, all of the links, resources, and freebies mentioned today in one easy place, check out maneuveringthemiddle.com slash episode 26. I'm Noelle Pickering, and you've been listening to the Good Morning Teacher Podcast. Until next time, friends, make it a great week.